0: Hey, it's Hayden Camp, quarterback class of 2023 at Buena Vista High School, and you're listening to Playmakers Corner.
1: Hey, all welcome back to the Playmakers Corner podcast. We have a very special guest today, and I am joined here by Simon Villianos. I don't know if I mentioned that I'm Cody Stauffer, but uh, we got another great star at the 1A football level, and we're going to get to know him today. So I'm going to pass it over to Simon to kick off this interview.
2: All right. Uh, so what's good, y'all? My name is Simon Villanos, and we have a very special guest, man. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, where you're from, uh, what you play, and what class you are?
0: Uh, I'm Hayden Camp. I'm the class of 2023, and I play quarterback for Universal High School.
2: Hey, man, and welcome to the show. We are really happy to have you on. I uh, appreciate you making the time. I know the season is uh, going to be starting up soon here.
0: Yeah, man, of course. Love to be on the show.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we got two questions here, man. These two questions we always ask all of our guests, myself and Cody answered these questions very early on into uh, into the podcast history, actually. But uh, the first question is, you know, what's your favorite sports experience Slash memory that you have um that you were like participating in or playing in and so this could be a game that you played in and this could be really any sport you know doesn't just have to be football and any level um of that sport as well but what's your favorite sports memory that you
0: have man that's that's a tough question to answer uh being a three-sport athlete wrestling football and baseball a lot of like hotel time with the guys a lot of meals you know all kinds of fun memories but Probably one of the most memorable would be last season's baseball. Uh, you know, going into the state tournament, we were not ranked so high. We played Highlands in the semifinals, or in the quarterfinals, and uh, we were definitely not projected to do much damage that game. And we ended up catching up in the ninth inning, close game, and we went to extra innings. I got the I got the pitch in those those extra winnings innings, and I, we sealed the deal and made it onto the final four. Gave Peyton a little bit of a run, but you know, they, they will beat us.
2: Ah, Okay. Okay. Well, Hey, you know, everyone loves an underdog story, especially that early on, you know, in your high school career. And so that's awesome to hear. And Peyton, they do have a pretty solid squad out there. Yeah. At least that's what I hear. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, Happen to know some of those players as well, being, being out here in the Springs. But yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. For sure. All right, then. Well, we're just going to go ahead and assume that you are a sports fan in some way, you know? And so what's your favorite like sport viewing experience? So this is like a memory slash experience that you have uh, more so as a fan. And like I said, this could be any level. This could even be like something you see on TV or whatnot, but you know, what's your favorite sport viewing experience?
0: oh man there's a lot of like good sports viewing experiences as like uh just an athlete in colorado you know getting to watch my brother as a freshman win state last year i just watched like uh in wrestling and then watch other friends win state but it's probably 2017 the super bowl uh nate solda he's the left tackle he went to high school here uh getting him to watch or win that first super bowl you know in overtime 34 to 28 over the falcons that that's pretty personal especially because he he was a good friends with my uncles you gotta watch that with my uncles is pretty special
2: gotcha i almost forgot about that i i know i know nate Solder is from uh colorado but i always just forget like where specifically because it has kind of been a while but that's actually really cool i like that i like that all yeah. right then so i i gotta ask so are you like a patriots fan or are you uh are you a broncos guy or what what, what fan uh what teams are you fans of
0: well, I was never really a Patriots fan. I was more like a Nate Solder fan. You know, watch the Patriots for Nate Solder. But yeah, got you. <laughs> I got. I got to say, I'm a Chiefs fan. Really? Yeah. Okay. Cody must say <laughs> I was about, I would have preferred a Patriots fan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, uh, <laughs> you're giving you a hard time.
2: Yeah, you're all right, Hayden. Cody's dad is actually a Chiefs fan, so. Um, make <laughs> make do with uh what you will with all that <laughs> oh man okay okay well just figured we'd ask that's uh that's really interesting i i always like asking that question because you never know we've had obviously a lot of colorado guys say they're broncos fans but uh uh you know we you never know you never know
1: i still think so. he's our first uh like kansas city fan though really
0: um
1: yeah okay there, a lot of a lot of people like kind of like the northeastern teams a lot like we've had quite a few patriots fans we had a pittsburgh fan too i think at one yes. point um so we get like a lot of those like northeastern teams a little bit so yeah and then first, obviously
2: whenever we uh interview our uh, girl football players a lot of the best one are from florida so they're all like tampa fans so yeah, yeah yeah I, I don't know it is what it is yesterday um i interviewed the strasburg boys um i i guess Matthias brown he's an eagles fan so that's oh, no. that's yeah Billy, Billy. <laughs> yeah yeah you, you know how that goes but um no he's, he's a good guy over there he was our first one so hey the more you know that's really interesting though but you know what let's let's talk about a little bit about your game here hayden so uh look on that 1-8 breakdown obviously me and Cody mentioned this man we believe that you'll be a pretty key part of uh, of your squad's success this year we feel like you're a pretty talented quarterback obviously we haven't done a you know a complete detailed breakdown of your film yet that'll probably come after this season so that you know we just we we use the most recent film available and whatnot but you know, you're you're a pretty good quarterback, right? And uh, that's what we think on the 1A level. You got this year and you got next year. And so there's a lot of time for you to make your mark here and then make improvements to your game. But honestly, you know, just for the listeners out there that may not have seen you play yet, what are two to, two to three qualities that kind of just separate you from other players in the state or in the country?
0: Uh, I got to say, you know, my modern play style, just being able to run the ball throw the ball you know being multiple threats at the 1-8 level there's not a lot of defenses that can keep up with our offensive style having able being able to run the ball as a quarterback or throw it you know and just being you know I think a leader I think that sets me apart a little bit from at least some of my other teammates just being able to lead on and off the field
2: okay okay fair enough fair enough that's what we like to hear we always like to hear about the leadership at the quarterback position but uh um going going to what you said about being able to throw and run the ball you definitely can do both and it's not like check downs either because you know some players will be like yeah i'm a dual threat and then you know they run the ball a million times but they're like you know hitch routes and screens <laughs> like you you could spin it for sure you could definitely spin it and you know i think um also to just throw this out there your improv skills like when the pocket's breaking down and keeping your eyes downfield or just making a play man like you you've shown that you could you could make the most out of that and that's kind of hard to teach too like it's it's just something that some players just have naturally and so that's uh, something to throw out there as well um but yeah but with that yeah no of course man anytime anytime so uh but with that being said you know still talking about your game you know uh, no, you're a Chiefs fan, so I'm sure there's probably some shades of Patrick Mahomes in here. But uh, who do you model your game after? Like, what are some players or a player that you look at and you're like, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what my game is all about.
0: Yeah, well, obviously, you no, know, Patrick Mahomes. He's an absolute dog on the field, and I think off the field, the way he holds himself, you know, together with all with his money, his relationships, all things like that. I think that's something good to you know model my game and lifestyle after and then obviously just a little bit of that you know Lamar Jackson modern play style and that like Johnny Menzel on field swagger just things like that I I
2: like how you said on field swagger but you also praised Patrick Mahomes off field swagger Uh, that's a very good difference to make (laughs) as well man but uh, i like it i like it for sure i could i could see a little bit of johnny manzo up in there but that's uh that's always good to hear man so i like that all right well we'll keep out we'll keep an eye out for that whenever we do your breakdown and uh make sure to refer back to that when we do get there but uh (laughs) yeah for sure but you know uh let's let's kind of get into the meat of this interview here right so a couple weeks ago i want to say i want to say it was episode 52 yes episode 52 which by the way thank you so much we are well we've been over 100 uh, uh listens already but um so thank you for that uh to our listeners and fans out there but on episode 52 you know we did do kind of a preview of the 1a level of football Obviously, we mentioned uh, your squad out there, Buena Vista, as being one of the contenders. Uh, one of the, I think it might have been one of the few teams that me and Cody both like agreed on that would be a squad that can make it to state and that could potentially win and challenge, you know, the defending chance, defending champs, defending champs in Wyman. And so, um, and there's for good reason there. Y'all are, y'all have a lot of great players out there, and y'all are stacked. But you know, just in general kind of pulling it back a little bit here you know what was your like reaction to our breakdown of the 1a level do you feel like it was accurate um were there some things you're like uh eh, maybe this team's a little bit better than the other team or uh whatever there but what was your reaction to that your raw reaction to that episode
0: well you know it's hard to agree with it all but it's also hard as like a as media to cover 1a football you know it's hard to get into all the depth charts of all the teams you know it's hard to cover it all. I bet. So, like with us, it's it's hard to cover our depths. Our depth chart's like uh, the seniors we lost last year. It's hard to cover how we're going to replace them. You know, we got a lot of depth on our team with like our running backs. We got dudes up all over the field that could step up and play anywhere. Like uh, Jacob Phelps, Zandon Mitchell, Ethan Flavin. You know, we're all a lot of us are class of twenty twenty three and younger that are stepping up into those senior shoes. And it's the same with like Strasbourg, you know, they got depth chart. Um, so that's just hard to cover as media. So it's hard to agree with it all, just because, you know, it's hard to, as a media, to bring justice to that. And there's not like a lot of coverage on 1A football. And I think that's kind of huge in bringing fo- like football back into Colorado. I mean, Colorado, you know, more of a football stage, Just media coverage, so. Lots of like respect for, you know, making like what you guys have made out of like 1A football and the preview on that is just hard to to agree with all of it just because there's like so much to look at. It's just so hard to get it accurate for every team. It's hard to put into words, I guess. Yeah,
2: no, I I got you, man. And hey, that's that's a very fair, you know, and, you know, I talked, like I said, I talked with the Strasburg boys literally yesterday and, you know, we got some things uh, hashed out. Actually, when this interview comes out, it'll probably be with their interview or. Uh, or at least, you know, whenever we release y'all's interviews, it'll be in close proximity, uh, time-wise, but, uh, uh, no, you're, you're right. You're right. And, you know, I talked with the Strasburg boys and, you know, they let me know about some things and, you know, I totally agree. And obviously, um, you know, they got a dude over there in Landon Martin. We, me and Cody are actually very familiar with, uh, him and his brother, Connor Martin specifically over at UNC. And, you know, obviously they have a strong line. And so, you know, yeah, you're right. There are definitely some teams that will be strong. Longer uh than others for sure Well so I, I wanted to ask you this what do you think about uh, what we had to say about uh y'all's squad about y'all's uh, buena vista squad
0: i think i think it's pretty accurate um you know a lot a lot like i said a lot of our starters are juniors so i think that depth will just carry into you know building all the way into our senior year as we're going into our junior year but i think you're accurate like uh We all put in the work to, uh, you know, reach that next step, as you said, to, you know, reach our potential this season. So I think you're pretty accurate with, you know, just the BV squad and how the potential we have this year
2: all right okay okay well hey appreciate that man and and i mean honestly yeah you're right y'all are a pretty young team and whatnot and obviously you know there's no like immediate pressure to win it right now but don't get it twisted y'all are a team that could get out there and you know make it happen um probably sooner than later and you know just looking at y'all's team from um um from head to bottom honestly man y'all are like
0: Y'all are, y'all are
2: stacked, especially offensively, I would say for sure. I mean, I guess a lot of y'all play both ways, but uh, offensively, you know, you all squad is definitely a team that, you know, could be a, uh, you know, could be a threat offensively and could be a threat to score 30 plus points a game and whatnot and so you know kind of staying talking about your team here obviously we did mention a couple of your players um you as well and you know the team will always be stronger than the individual we understand that you know uh, you know it doesn't just take one player to make a good football team it takes a unit and so with well, that being said, though, I still want to ask you, uh, in your opinion, what are some players on this team that you feel like are, like, must-know names and, and why?
0: Uh, Tam Flowers, uh, he's one of our wide receivers this year. He didn't really get his opportunity to shine last year, being our sophomore year, just because Luke Revis, he was one of our seniors, he was an absolute dog at receiver and at cornerback. Uh, he's gotten now, but I think Tam will, at receiver, will more than fill his shoes in my opinion and then Orion Hurley taking his spot at cornerback he Orion he can eat there too and then um, Zandon Mitchell stepping into that fullback spot where Caden McPhee was we uh, we scrimmaged Pagosa Monta Vista and Center yesterday and, and Zandon and he showed out and more than achieved what we thought he would you know Tucker Storm's receiver from last year he's returning and he same as last year just more more time more one on one time with me this summer and then you know Ethan Flavin he'll get his chance to start at, at a sweeper position this year he's he's fast it is hard Jacob Phelps again he's a, he's a returning uh, I think he was all-state honorable mention last spring uh, he'll definitely be good there still set my you know, on the, on the defense, Tam Flowers on defense. Uh, Crystal Luke on the D-line and Elijah Evans on the D-line. Again, the, we got, and then behind those guys, you know, we got depth. We got guys that can step into those shoes at any moment. Guys that could probably start on a majority of other 1A teams. You know, they're in like the second string position, third string position here
2: fair enough man and i like that you named a lot of players a lot of them that uh you listed i think cody and i are at least familiar with but maybe the film just wasn't there from last year and so uh that's kind of the exciting thing man like you know you got some guys all over some guys that you know haven't put out that film yet but you know they're going to make some noise this season whenever they do get that opportunity and so uh you know that's really good to hear and you know speaking of a season not only this season but last season cody why don't you uh go ahead and talk to hayden about uh all of that
1: yeah gladly so uh, hey Hayden, uh, it's Cody back from the beginning of the episode coming to talk to you Kind of about yep. how last season went and um, some things that, you know, this team may have learned I mean, looking at last season's schedule, y'all breezed through the regular season You scored over 40 points literally every single week And the other team, there's only one team that scored double-digit points against y'all So y'all were dominant last season and even up in up into the playoffs, when, when you face Clear Creek, you put a whooping on them, right? So you you basically just stomp through this entire spring schedule here. And uh, you guys eventually fall to Manitou Springs, who goes on to win the um, state championship. They had the player of the year out there, you know, at wide receiver making plays. Um, you guys lose a really close game here, 20 to 17. And I was also looking at y'all's 2019 schedule and it looks like you were a freshman, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. When y'all lost in the opening round to Meeker, but it looks like this is when y'all were just starting to get your footing and starting to establish yourselves as you know, the, the dominant powerhouse that you've come to become. Now, what are some things that you learn from, you know, this this other season here two years ago in 2019 when you're a freshman and uh you're watching you know the game and you guys lose to meeker and then what are some things you lo- you learn as a player from last season you know this spring season breezing through the schedule and losing to the eventual state champs and how do you apply those things that you learned to this upcoming season
0: right so 2019 season we played meeker when we played meeker i actually started at strong safety and uh Uh, sweeper for us that game but uh, I think uh that whole season and you know that game was kind of learning where us 2023 dudes us 2022 dudes stand with each other and stand in the in the state you know and just kind of got our foot in to start to build up and uh reach our potential and then we we applying that into you know last season wasn't like our the toughest schedule possible you know but uh, we applied that just to you know, know where we all belong, know what, you know, trusting each other, letting each other do our own jobs. And that carried us all the way, you know, through to Manitou. And then they got their basketball dudes back. Like Isaiah Thomas, he ran all over us. Joe Armour, that six-seven wide receiver. There's not a whole lot you can really do about that. So I think just using that, how far we've came, you know, keeping in time, just turning that loss into fuel, you know, lighting that fuel, lighting that fire under us. This season, which we all have, you know, every day this summer, ninety yeah. percent of our starting squad has been to the field.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You you gotta, you know, they're part of you know a lot of state championships is is the narrative and the story behind it, and so uh, you know that's a huge reason too why we want to get these one A interviews going because there really is just not too much you know, uh coverage, right? So opening up, you know, kind of these storylines and things that are happening and how it's fueling you guys is exactly what we're trying to do uh with these interviews. So we appreciate you sharing that. And I guess um is there anything that you think people outside of uh Buena Vista don't know that maybe they should know? Because, you know, when we did the uh Miles Sprague interview, he talked about how, you know, when they went to Lyman to start the playoffs last fall, you know, COVID, they only had like 17 players to go there. And it's just, that's just stuff that, you know, people won't know, um, unless, unless you tell them, uh, directly from the source. So I wanted to ask if there is anything that, you know, think that probably should be known, um, about, uh, what did you say? It was BV squad. Um, is that how you BV squad? Is that yeah. how we refer to Buena Vista? I like that a lot. Um, about the squad last season or anything that you think they should know about this season uh, that maybe otherwise they wouldn't know other than, like, the players that you told um, Simon about earlier?
0: Yeah, I guess kind of just our, our, you know, our mentality or our work ethic coming into this season. You know, a lot of the teams will look at it, like, and not take our, like, talents or our work ethic as serious just because we played spring league last year. You know, they may not think we're such a serious contender, but... Uh, you know, I'm going to let this season speak for itself. We're definitely coming. We're definitely, we're definitely, you know, coming to do some damage to, you know, these lineman boys, these, all these, you know, these bigger, higher-ranked teams. I think, uh, you know, our names out there, I don't think we're, you know, going to be slept on too much. But spring league or not, I think we're a contender this year.
1: Yeah, y'all here to play. Yep. Uh, I love to hear that. And, um... You know, I, I appreciate that your case for contender, you know, has kind of been made throughout this episode by, by both us and yourself a little bit, but, uh, I guess I just want to hear it. Is it just the, the work ethic or, um, I guess what does a shortened off season kind of look like, you know, when you play in the spring league and then immediately turn around and, uh, play in the fall, do you kind of like that you don't have as much of a break period between like your last season and this upcoming season, do you think that helps make you a stronger contender? Or what are some other things that make y'all a strong contender?
0: Oh yeah. You know, coming right out of last season, you know, we gave times to let our bodies heal, let our minds heal off of, you know, that loss and that, you know, that much sports and such little time. And then we were right back at it, like right at the field with the team every day was optional, but you know, everyone showed up. Every weekend we got seven on sevens going. We got just uh, time at the field multiple days every single week, and it's just we're man. Everything is everything is just like it's just picking up where we left off last year. You know we're not le- relearning every anything. But, you know our starting defense, starting offense is crisp still, and it's only going to go uphill from here. Like yesterday when we scrimmaged Vista Center in Pagosa Springs, you know, we whipped up on all three of them. Just we are so crisp and. We knew what we were doing right off, you know, every snap.
1: Hey, that's awesome. We appreciate, you know, the the inside look into the scrimmages as well. So uh, excited for, for this BV squad coming up this season. But going to kind of dial it back to, to the individual level and just kind of ask you, I guess, you know, what has or how has the recruiting journey been for you? And because um, you talked about it a little bit earlier, you know. There is just not a lot of coverage on one a football and Simon and I know with with where Colorado football is right now and stuff like that, that it's definitely significantly harder to to turn heads, even for a player such as yourself, who's just a dynamic dual threat, you know, both running and passing the football, you know, it, it's just hard to get that attention at the one a level. So kind of how is recruiting been for you and what resources have helped you, if any?
0: Yeah, like you said, it's hard in, you know, Colorado, especially at the one a level, to get attention, you know, get that media coverage. Uh, like we don't have like summer seven on seven leagues like Florida does or you know, Texas does. We don't have those same off season opportunities to compete and get as many looks. But you know, there is like these college combines and camps we can go to, you know, get our forty tens in, talk to coaches, get their contacts, send them our film. But again, it's hard to it's hard to turn their heads even with that. So I've I've uh, done what I could, just uh, individually trying to, you know, send it out on Twitter, follow coaches, talk to coaches, uh, and then national through national prospect ID on the top 500 recruit, you know, through those guys at at NPID. So they have my page with like a little top 500 icon or whatever. And uh, they send my film out and all my stats and, you know, my measurables. They send that out to every college every so often. And that's helped a lot. I've got, you know, hundreds of schools that have looked at me. Zero offers, but, you know, I've had a lot of good contact with a lot of schools.
1: So so no offers yet, but... You know, if you keep playing the way that you're playing, you could definitely feel the potential of something being on the horizon and a potential offer, like on the way, as long as you keep up the
0: work. Right, just going into my junior year, right? I think, uh, you know, having hundreds of schools that have looked at my profile, looked at my stuff multiple times, or having been in contact with so many coaches, I think, you know, by senior year 10, there's potential, if I keep it up, I think there's, good potential to play at the next level you know with uh with offers you know not not walking on
1: yeah absolutely and uh you know we we want to see you light it up uh you know this fall season and you know having a ring is also a pretty good uh recruiting case right so um uh, obviously you want to win it for the program and for your city and community and stuff but you know it it wouldn't hurt to to have a ring in tow with that recruiting but anyways um kind of talking about community here a little bit and you you even briefly kind of touched on you know florida and texas having those spring seven on seven games and stuff like that we want here here at uh, the playmakers corner we want colorado you know, the box state to become a football state. Like we know the potentials here. Everyone who's here knows that we have some great athletes. We play at elevation, right? We have some physical football players. And, you know, we we send a bunch of linemen to to college every year. So why can't we send a bunch of skilled players and just overall lots of talent to power five schools? We know that the talent's here. It's just that the spotlight isn't here and there's some other things wrong. In your opinion, what are some things that, can be done or that should be done to get Colorado to that level of being a football state.
0: Right. So exactly with like the, you know, like the bigger football states like Florida, Texas, so on. They got those uh like seven on seven leagues, they got more like joint team games, you know, like under armor games, things like that that just keep them going in the offseason, keep keep them getting looks, and it keeps you know, the hype for football in their state. So I think having those opportunities to play and compete more, and then obviously, you know, media coverage, that's huge here. And like this time, media is everything, you know, with recruiting, with relationships, everything through media somehow. So I think if football needs to be, you know, kind of showcased in Colorado through more media, you know, like you guys are doing, you know, like on social media, put more podcasts, whatever it takes, you know, just to, you know, advertise almost Colorado football.
1: Yeah, get a little bit of a magnifying glass on it for the for the world to see. Right. Because a lot of people just don't know it is the honest truth about the, yeah. the talent that we have in this state. And we have a lot of young talent coming up too. So, you know, there's plenty of reasons to watch Colorado football. And, you know, it takes, you know – whether, whether it's a Buena Vista knocking off a lineman or, you know, some some other school knocking off a Cherry Creek or a Valor. It takes big splashes like that to turn heads, you know, on the out-of-state level. So Because a lot of out-of-state just think, you know, all right, it's these five teams. And that's just how it is. So, you know, what we're relying on the young talent and ambition of some of these smaller communities to really, you know, kind of push the envelope and um you know make waves here i guess kind of uh turning it to you i what do you think some of your contributions to colorado colorado football have been uh whether that's you know working with younger leagues in your community or you know throughout the state if you've done like anything for colorado football or just you know community things to get your face out there to show like hey you know like football players are our people too, or whatever, and uh, we, we do things, you know, outside of ourselves and outside of the gridiron.
0: Yeah, so I think, uh, at least for like our school, getting our names out there, you know, in our community, small town football, you know, we learn about, you know, the importance of hard work, the importance of community. So we have a lot of opportunities to help out the community, help families in our community with things, and that that gets our name, you know, to the community helps them support us when we, when we support them pretty much. So that really, you know, helps uh, us get seen just by our, from our community gets, you know, kind of our fan base, our support base. up, And then, you know, like throughout the state, just going to a, you know, these camps or whatever you can with your, you know, guys from your football team or just individually and just repping out your, you know, your school, your name, The best you can that's like really all we can do is you know one a football team is take every opportunity you can to showcase you know Vista high school football and uh what it's all about you know in a in the city and any public forum
1: yeah just just getting that name out there really right you know kind of kind of looking ahead to the future here a little bit and uh asking some advice as as we get near the end of this interview I got to ask, what is some advice you would give to high school athletes making their way through high school and, you know, who are aspiring to go to the next level? You kind of talked about some things that you do for recruiting, but, you know, I I know especially the 1A level that they're definitely, you know, there needs to be some kind of inspiration for for kids to drive because you have to work, you know, basically twice as hard or maybe even harder to get noticed than you know some four or five a guys so what is some advice you give to high school athletes especially on the 1a level um who you know may just be joining sports or something like that who are
0: like freshmen and whatnot right um definitely i gotta say you know have faith have faith in your game have faith in your academics because although like it's tough you know at a small school uh there is the same opportunities to get yourself to a camp get yourself to many camps, get yourself online, get your film off the coaches. Yeah, you're not this, you know, you're not this 5A star, but you have this opportunity to go perform on the football field and get it to coaches. You know, you you can control, you can control. It's all about, you know, accountability, holding yourself to, you know, sending it to coaches, going to camps. And then academically, I think one of the most important things for me was – you know, taking middle school academics seriously, because although the grades may not be the biggest deal you get in middle school, they can be, but uh, holding yourself accountable and, you know, building those habits going into high school are so important because, you know, you come straight out of middle school and freshman year hits and it matters. And uh, a lot of people mess their GPA up their freshman year and it's hard to recover from. So, you know, the, once you get into high school, once you're in middle school, uh, Taking these academics serious and not letting it slip early on, because ultimately that's going to play a huge factor into, you know, colleges. just maintaining that GPA. So I, my biggest tips would be to have faith in your game and hold yourself accountable in your recruiting process and then handle business in the classroom all four years, every single month of the school year. Handle that GPA and don't let it slip.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's been a minute since I think someone uh, a- unless the Strasburg boys talked about it yesterday, some. but it's at least been a minute since I've heard an interview where they stressed academics, um, at least to, to how much I think they should be stressed. And uh, I appreciate you bringing it up. And that's a great point. You know, uh, take middle school seriously. Otherwise, you probably won't be ready to take high school seriously. And that's something that some young athletes definitely need to hear. You know, right. I, I didn't completely burned down my GPA freshman year but I definitely should have uh, been a little bit more tiled in I'll yeah, admit really. that so um because you know middle school you could definitely get by um just showing up basically and uh sure. in in high school you got to try a little bit harder than that and you know you want have that drive and like you said the faith I really like the way you word that have faith in your athletics have faith in your academics and uh you got to invest in that faith with hard work too
0: right and like those academic things and like getting your name out there that goes you know hand in hand with being a positive outlook on yourself your community and your school so not only are you helping yourself but especially these small schools you know one big name or a couple big names that are doing things right on and off the field that such a positive impact on your team like this like the support you get as your team uh you know just like the outlook on your team in general it impacts who's gonna be there friday night you know if we got a bunch of you know just a uh, jerks on the team you know nobody's gonna be there friday night in a small town everyone knows what kind of dudes are on the team but if, you know we want to be dudes that the community can support and would want to support just because it's such a small community everyone knows everyone
1: yeah it's bigger than you right hey that's it that's a great point and uh you no know, something that also hasn't been talked about too much. so thank you for bringing that up as well. Right. <laughs> be a be a good person. <laughs> yeah. you know it it seems like you know it, it's something everyone should know, but uh, it's actually yes. great advice because not everyone just gets it.
0: yeah, be a respectable dude throughout high school. It's gonna help a lot absolutely That's okay. and
1: and um now now we're getting towards the end of this interview. We just want to give you some time to, you know, uh, you're very respectful and I could tell that you know you're you're very grateful and you know reflective as well just uh, based off of your response to this interview and we want to give you some time to shout out anyone who's been important um to your athletic or academic career so far and uh, just some people that you'd like to thank on the show this is you know friends family coaches or fellow players alike whoever you want to say thank you to uh please take all the time that you need.
0: Oh man. I could do this for hours and hours, but uh you know, obviously my parents, uh they're, they're my heroes. They uh, they got divorced when I was in middle school, but and there, there's just been so much, you know, drama in in my personal life with them and uh they've kept it out of my way just so I can focus on what I need to focus on. You know, they've dealt with all these issues that can easily, you know, take away like sports for me or anything. They've kept that, you know, out of my vision, let me focus on what I need to focus on, and they've just used that to teach me life lessons and, and, you know, develop a man. And then, obviously, my teammates, you know, pushing me all the time to be, you know, to deliver what I have the potential to deliver and just build that relationship with them. And then, obviously, my mentors, you know, like, you know, coaches, like Coach Flavin, Coach Perrin, my wrestling coach, Coach Todd, you know, like Craig Cardwell, he's a he's a just a dude in our community that I look up to a lot but those guys can teach you they just teach me so much and they've helped me out with so much uh our like school program here sports is more of a developing a good man through sports you know there's a bigger the bigger picture in high school sports rather than just trying to win football games and you know being a successful athlete uh, we have coaches trying to our number one goal here, you know, to build better men than football players so we can leave high school and live a successful life. So, yeah, I just thank all my coaches. Also, you know, the kind of like life mentors for, uh, you know, developing me into what I've become and helping me with literally anything I need.
1: Yeah, th- those are all good people to shout out there. And, um, you know, I appreciate you taking the time and taking it seriously. Obviously, I agree with uh with those football coaches, you know, aspiring to, you know, make better men than football players. That's definitely, or better people than football players. That's definitely a part of my coaching philosophy. So uh, I love to hear that, and love that it's a, it's a shared sentiment over there at uh, BV. Yeah. So. Unless uh, Simon has anything to add on here. Simon, do you have any other questions for Hayden here? Or Hayden, do you have anything that you'd like to add on here at the end of this interview uh, that you think people
0: should Uh, know or whatever? uh, Basically, I guess I just wanted to let you know I appreciate you guys having me on here, you know. uh, And definitely, I appreciate you guys taking the time to look into 1A football. And it's it's pretty cool just to see that that coverage for us. And, uh, you know, it gives us just a little more of a... Excitement, you know, a little bit of media coverage. It, it's, it's just exciting for, you know, white football players. And I appreciate you guys going to the extent you guys have to, you know, do this for us or for the state of Colorado becoming a football state. I appreciate it a lot.
1: Yeah, hey, man, hey. yeah man. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Cody. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, we we love to do it and we, uh you know, we we love to do it for athletes and, uh, you know, good people such as yourself and a lot of other athletes who deserve the opportunity. All, all these, uh, you know up and coming kiddos but anyways go ahead simon
2: Yeah, my bad about that. Uh, But yeah, man, hey, no problem at all. I mean, I was saying this with the Strasburg boys yesterday. Like, look, you know, obviously we want Colorado to be a football state, but, you know, it can't just be the 5A schools that are known. It can't just be like the 4A schools that are known. Like, fine, that's cool. But like, just like any good football team, you need depth, right? And so for us to put on y'all 1A players in this 1A division that is very talented and, at least in my opinion, has... A good number of players on each squad that can go on and play on the next level. Uh, You know, that's really important. It's important for us to um, uplift y'all, elevate y'all however possible. Uh, That means supporting y'all as well in any way we can and kind of just giving y'all a voice whenever possible. You know, that's kind of the biggest thing with the podcast. We want to give you athletes a voice and, you know, help y'all in any way possible. And so really, it's a pleasure other, uh, just one comment I wanted to say that I really liked. I liked a lot of what you had to say, uh, when you were talking with Cody here, but that middle school comment is very, very important. And I I'm biased because I am a middle or I was a middle school PE teacher and whatnot. And, you know, talking to some of these kids, I'm like, Hey man, I know it's middle school and it doesn't matter. And I'm telling you right now as a teacher, it doesn't matter. It doesn't affect your GPA, but your habits matter you know exactly. and what you do and you know your what what you're trying to get into and whatnot all that matters you know and you know if yeah, you don't get that fixed sorry go ahead
0: i said i was just gonna say yeah those classroom habits will carry <laughs> at least into your freshman year you yes break and that will mess with your gpa
2: oh yeah absolutely man momentum's everything honestly you yeah. know you could either be right in it and you know be good and whatnot and you just rolling through high school and it's easy and whatnot or yeah, or or you got lazy and you, you trip up a little bit here or there and you know that's not to say you can't make it up later but you know it's, it's a lot easier to have a good base and maintain that and then if you want you know try to elevate that in your senior year rather than you're playing catch up for four years straight right that's yeah. not you know that's just not a situation you want to be in and so love that you brought that up academically man and also you know hey if you have a good GPA then you know You still get scholarship money. You still get money for college. Uh, We talked with uh, with a female football player over in Nevada. She's going to play flag football here soon here. uh, Kenzie Murdoch. She had like a 5.2 or 5.1 GPA, something insane. She could have went to Stanford. Yeah. Um, but instead, she chose uh, kind of a smaller college out in Kansas. And uh, what ended up happening is that basically, <laughs> you know, not only was her education paid for, but, you know, she was getting a little bit more on the side as well to cover some other expenses, which was kind of big. You know, how she phrased it was that she's basically getting paid to be there while playing her sport and whatnot, which is. You know for for small town players that's kind of important man you want to have that college paid for as much as possible because you don't know how much that athletic scholarship might be so you know just just throwing that out there but uh yeah yeah but but love that you mentioned that man well hayden thank you so much thank you so much for coming onto the show, man, and, uh, you know, giving us your time and giving us some good advice, uh, not only to us, but, you know, obviously to all the young players out there in Colorado and in the country. So really appreciate you giving us the time and best of luck this season, man. We'll for sure be watching and uh, hopefully come out to a game. We want to figure out uh, our schedule to to come out to some of y'all's games out here. So, uh, yeah, y'all's team is definitely one that we want to check out this season, for sure. Before playoffs, obviously.
0: Right, yeah. Uh thank you for having me on here. as an honor. Uh definitely look forward to um, future conversations, uh meeting you guys at a game, the state game, or whatever it may be. Yeah, man, absolutely. That's a good and,
1: goal. I like that.
2: Oh, I like that. Well hopefully we'll meet you a little bit before though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and all that, you know. I, I I yeah, I don't wanna wait that long, you know. But we'll yeah. we'll, we'll we'll stay in contact for sure and uh I mean, obviously, you got this year, next year, too. So you got a lot of time here in the state yep. of Colorado before uh, you dip out for college. But, hey, appreciate that, man. And, um, yeah, uh, to all the listeners out there, thank you for listening to the Playmakers Corner podcast and this fantastic interview. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, on all of our social media. So that's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and tiktok as well uh on those accounts you can find these players that we are talking to we always tag him and so you know feel free to give hayden camp here a follow along with all the other players that we've been uh you know interviewing and whatnot i'm sure they would appreciate that a lot and uh yeah hey um thank you for all the support and we'll catch you next time
1: yeah, Peace.